Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer of the Hardy Giants Nation, Big Trust, woo-woo, Chris Bizignano. Buddy, by the time this drops, we will be 24 hours, not only from the draft, but from probably the Giants pick tomorrow night, pal. And all I could say is, thank God it's over. Uh, it's almost here. I should say, thank God it's almost here, and it's almost over. Yeah. Why? Because I'm so sick of reading ridiculous draft mocks, um, rumors, uh, who's going where, who's a better tackle, who's better, what team needs this, who's gonna, who's looking to move up, who's looking, oh my God, tomorrow night at this time, well, almost at this time, we will get the answer, and I can't wait, Jerry, till this is over now. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, like I said, because of everything going on, and just the, uh, you know, if you live in Jersey or New York, man, you, you're in this for a while, uh, apparently. So I am I am just psyched, very psyched to be able to watch something. But you're right. You're right, buddy. Uh, reading no, all these mocks. I'm excited and- to watch it, Joe, to, you know, especially with everything going on. You're 100% right. I'm just sick of the other stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm sick yeah, of it yeah, now. Yeah. I'm sick of the Twitter. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of the evaluating this kid and that kid. Most kids aren't even going to be paying out in the NFL. You know, so, you know, it's just enough now. Who the Giants are taking, moving back, where Simmons going to play. Miami Dolphins moving up to the three spot for a tackle. You know, I mean, you know, now it's it's enough now, Jerry. You know, now let's get the draft and let's, we'll get some answers soon. So in this podcast, folks, we will take your Twitter questions and we will also name our top three and bottom three first round picks since 1970. We'll go back to 1970. That's where probably most fans of this podcast were born. Some before, uh, you know, but it's uh, the podcast is a, uh, a newer form of uh, media. So we just figured there's been, you know, the, the, the draft, I think it was back to 1935. We'll, we'll do somewhat modern day and go back to 1970. So I'm sure you guys will be chiming in on Twitter uh, as to our selections. But I think the astounding thing we found in that was uh, you could pick a lot of worsts in the first round for the Giants. Not a the top ones were almost uniform. The bottom, wow, you could, you could go in a number of directions. But before we do that, obviously, you, you touched on it, Chris, a lot of rumors. Uh, so are the Giants taking uh, Justin Herbert at four? <laughs> that was unbelievable, right? Yeah. Um, look, obviously, it, it's a Belichick-type move um, where they just do their due diligence on all these quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, Jerry... If this draft was a year ago, mm-hmm. um, Giants take Justin Herbert. No oh, question over, about I, it. I agree. Over Daniel Jones. Gettleman yes. went, scouted him personally. I agree with you. Yes. Uh, they were in love with Herbert. Yep. They would have taken him. But he stayed in school for another year. They're not taking him. Um, as a combination, in my opinion, of doing due diligence on a kid, mm-hmm. learning everything about him for when they have to face him. That's a Belichick-type move. Yeah. Um, and... And to throw some more smoke screens out there. It's that time of year, right? What are the Giants doing? Look how much, look how much of a controversy it's it's stirred, right? Yeah. I mean, what are, they, what are the Giants doing? What, why are they talking to him? Are they going to trade Daniel Jones? Are they not happy? Look at how much it has stirred up. And I'm sure Gettleman and Judge are in their houses laughing, you know, reading about everything that happened with that um, when Rappaport puts that put that uh, FaceTime out, right? When he put that tweet out about how much they've been yeah. FaceTime with the kids, so. Um, that's all it is with that. They're very happy with Jones. No, the Giants are not drafting Justin Herbert. Chris, is, I was going to say, is it, I was going to ask, actually, is it also to learn more about him so that you have more knowledge should you make a trade and that you can speak more intelligently to the player that maybe a team wants behind you or, or am yep. I just reaching? That's all part of it, too, dude. Okay. That's all part of it, too. Yeah. You know, it's all part of gathering all intelligence for a future trade. Yeah. Uh, which might happen tomorrow, yeah. right? Yeah. You don't know. Listen, this, Jerry, I have a feeling that there's going to be some wild stuff going on tomorrow night, man. Yeah. As far as team coming out of nowhere, right? Uh, who's going to try to move up, take a quarterback? Who maybe doesn't take a quarterback that everybody thought might? Yeah. I, I just think it's going to be some wild happenings tomorrow night, Jerry. I don't, do you get that feeling too, or is it just me? Chris, one of the scenarios I can't get out of my head is Tua going two overall to Washington. And I may be pulling that on my butt, but I, I don't know if Ron Rivera takes that job and says, oh, yeah, no, okay, I'm, I'm, in, I'm on board for Dwayne Haskins. When Ron Rivera was not Jim Fossil, someone who was desperate to get a job, I think he would have gotten a job somewhere else, maybe with the Giants. Who knows? 
but I don't know if you, I, I, I can totally see them taking Tua tomorrow night. It wouldn't shock me. Yeah. It would not shock me. I, I, you know, I don't think Rivera's big on Haskins. The only problem is that Daniel Schneider is. Right. So I don't know how much of a, you know, of a stink Rivera did with that, but um, there was reports about, you know, them liking Tua a lot. Yeah. Uh, but now, speaking of the kid, Tua, Jerry, you know, to me, man, you know, I'm glad the Giants aren't drafted quarterback this year because, the, listen, the kid's got injury issues. Is it is it a reach to take him? Right? Is it a risk, I should say? Is risk. it a big risk? Yeah, it's a risk. Because, yeah. uh, not a reach. I'm sorry. Is it a risk to take him, you know, Jerry, second overall, fifth overall, sixth, third, whatever the hell Miami or Chargers do, right? Yeah. Because of the kid's injuries, right? Because of the issues in the past. I mean, yeah. listen, that's not going to be a Giants. The Giants don't have to worry about that. But Chargers, Miami, whoever tries to maybe move up, whoever might, whatever might happen, they do, man. It's... You know, and now getting to the risk, is it a risk drafting this kid, right? Yeah. Because of what's happening. Uh, so, I don't know, Jerry. Um, some teams have a uh, – man, I tell you, it, it, the kid is – in my opinion, Jerry, Yeah. Um, Tua is way more talented than Herbert. Yeah, I saw you put that out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like him way better. But the question is going to be, do you have enough faith in this kid where, you know, with his injury history to draft him and say, okay, we're not worried about that. We're not worried about the hip. We're not worried about the Achilles. We're not worried about the leg, knee, whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, right. Supposedly Michael Lombardi put out the uh, broken wrist, the whole deal. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be the issue for the teams that drafts him, man. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot to consider, man. Yeah, the other thing that came out was Miami wants to trade up to three and take an offensive tackle. Uh, what the hell do you make of that, right? Like, are they going the Josh Rosen route, really? I think that's a lot of smokes. You know, a lot, you know, I think that's Brian Flores having a lot of fun, too, okay. with my, down in Miami. Yeah. Unless, Jerry, look, they have a lot of draft picks, a lot of capital to move around if they want, right? Yeah. So, unless, look, are they not happy? Or they, do they think Jordan Love, are they happy with another quarterback like a Jordan Love where they feel at 18 they could draft them? Yes. And are they so set on one tackle, Jerry? One kid that they want so bad that they don't want to take the, the chance of the Giants drafting him? Say, for argument's sake, you say it's uh, Becton, argument's sake, right? Yeah. Are they that, uh, do they love him that much where they say, hey, we feel this is a gold jacket kid and we're not taking any chances of the Giants? We'll get our quarterback in the 18th because uh, they're not crazy about her. I don't see that, Jerry, right? They need a quarterback. I think there'd but, be a, I think there'd be a mutiny in in Miami. I mean I don't know I don't know if the Dolphins fans in Miami are the most passionate fans in the world, but the ones that are would probably freak over that. Tua seems Tua seems perfect for Miami. Yeah, I mean I would imagine, but we don't know what they're thinking down there in uh, Miami, man. So yeah, yeah. well, fine. I mean, it, it's you know for that to come out, it's like wow, you know. Yeah. Are they that set on one kid that they're going to take? Don't worry about the quarterback. I don't know. I can't picture it, Jerry. Right. But I can't give a, de a definitive answer, man. I really can't. Um, aside from the rumors, there was also a Gettleman presser on Friday. And yeah. I just wanted to touch on that. I know you attended uh, over the phone and wanted to see if he said anything of substance that's worth talking about now, pal. Listen, you know, he talked about the tackles again and Simmons a little bit and systems and everything like that. But Gettleman didn't give up much. You know, uh, he really didn't. Um, Chris Pettit didn't say much. It, yeah. Listen, uh, what I got from it yeah. is that, okay, you know, they're going to draft a tackle, Jerry. Yeah. Is it going to be number four or five or six? I don't know. Is it going to be in the second round and he might go with Simmons? I don't know, Jerry. Yeah. I, 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 didn't, I, couldn't, I didn't walk away from that press conf, uh, presser, uh, conference call, I should say, saying, okay, no question. You know, they're going to go. No. Do I feel they're going to go offensive tackle? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think they kind of made it known that they need a tackle, right? Right, right, right. But Gettleman's, listen, Gettleman and Pettit, they, they talked before the, the conference call. They're not going to give away anything. Yeah. All right? Yeah. They're not going to give away anything. Uh, so, Jerry... If they go Isaiah Simmons, they're going to go tackle in the second round. Okay. Um, one of those second tier tackles will be there in the second round. And maybe they feel highly enough of, of uh, you know, Ezra Cleveland if he's there. Right. You know, right. And Isaiah Wilson, 
Uh, somebody like that, where they feel they could, the kid's going to be a day one starter. I don't know. I'm not in the draft process. I'm not in the evaluation process with these guys. You know, Unfor- unfortunately, <laughs> you're yeah. not. So, so um, personally, I, I think you're with me on this. I, you know, they're going to go tackle, in my yeah. opinion. They yeah. need to protect Jones. And I still think they should go center in the second round yeah. to show up that offensive line. Um, that's the way I feel. Yeah, you've been steadfast with that. You've said, let's go. If you're going to go tackle one, go center two, fix the offensive line, then worry about the other positions, edge and all that, because you can get by with Fackrell's, uh, Zimenez, and uh, uh, Lorenzo Carter. So, um, Also today, it was reported by Fer- uh, in uh, what's his name? Adam Schefter, and I think Pat Leonard actually put out too, uh, Leonard Williams signed his uh, franchise tag. Yeah, yeah, I thought Leonard would wait a little while, right? Yeah. Uh, but, no, he did sign it, but mm. from what I understand, he's filing a grievance. That's wonderful. That's working out beautifully, huh? So he wants to be paid as a defensive end. Yeah, which is almost like $2 million more. It's like one right. to eight or something. Right, so it's almost $2 million more because yeah. um, he does play the five a lot. You know, he plays the three, and the Giants listed him as a defensive tackle when they franchise them. Yeah. So does this surprise me? No, this is what players do, and they'll you know they don't get down to any snaps he played here and there and all that, and and um, and they'll decide right. An arbitrator decides, yeah. right? Um, yeah. what where he gets franchised. So it's starting already. I shouldn't say that. Let me let me let me let me. No, go ahead, go with it. I know I felt the same way. So go ahead. Guys are not happy on franchise tag. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So instead of playing for 16 and saying, okay, you know, now he's already filing a grievance. Yeah, that's, right. a, that's a bad look. No? Uh, um, it, listen, it's a smart thing to do on his own because he's not yeah. like he's, you know, it's not like he's a, a cornerback that wants to get paid like a defensive end or something. You know, it's, it, I understand what he's doing, Jerry, but the point is, is that, you know, you knew it wasn't going to go smooth, right? right. Oh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Gentleman kind of like, oh, you know, we're going to work on this and that. And he filed a grievance and, Somebody will decide what he gets paid. So now the Giants might owe Williams another couple more, right? Almost 18, like you said. Do you think a move like that aggravates the Giants, or did they see it coming? I'm sure they saw it coming, Jerry. Yeah. I'm sure they saw a grievance coming. Yeah. yeah. Does it aggravate them? Eh, I'm sure they saw it coming. Yeah. You know, they try to list him at attack on. He feels he's an end one. He's going to try to get more money. I don't blame Leonard Williams. What's the worst that could happen? No. No, you're going to be listed as a tackle. <laughs> yeah, right. It's 16.1 million. You know, yeah, what does that go to an independent arbitrator? What does that? Yeah, how does that work? An arbitrator. I, look, I actually read that. I think it goes to an arbitrator, and they decide how snaps he played here and there and all that. So, uh, Jerry, um, I think he's going to win. Like, he's not a nose tackle, and they play mostly. I know it's hybrid, but they play mostly three-four. I, I think he's going to win this. Well, it depends on I me. Mean, snaps he played at the three, you know, over like over the center and, and the tackle. You do, know? They re- do they really? Uh, excuse me. Well, excuse they, center and the guard. Are they really going to look at every snap for the season? I think they do. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm almost definite they do. Holy crap. How many times they lined up here as a five? How many times they lined up as a zero? How many times they lined up as a one or three? The whole oh. deal. No, they do, Jerry. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm sure Lennon has those numbers. <laughs> and. Um, yeah. Yeah, and good luck to him. What do you want to tell you? <laughs> Where they tell him where to line up last year, he's moving over a foot. Yeah. No, no, I was here. So uh, <laughs> that's happened before. This has happened to other players, yeah. you know. Um, so, um, you know, we'll see what happens to that with Leonard Williams. They're going to have to work on a contract, obviously, with him. But, we'll, you know, if, if there's a training camp, it would be interesting to see if he's a little disgruntled coming into camp. If there's a training camp, yeah. Uh, it just – Look, Jerry, I – the way I know. the governor of Jersey is talking, and yeah, I, know. I, I don't even know if there's going to be a training camp. Um, I know. You know, uh, you know, we live here in Jersey, so obviously we listen to the governor Murphy every day. Yeah. And the way he's talking, man, I, I tell you, man, it's I, I don't even know if there is going to be a training camp, Jerry. No, I, fo- I'm, I'm with you. Football season, I, I really don't. Yeah, I know. I, I think there will be, and I don't want to get into this too much because it's so depressing. I think they'll have some form of it, one way or another, whether it's no crowds or the or they play somewhere else. Um, but with Jersey being like the number two hotspot, and, and I, I don't want to get into this, but I, I get it, Chris. I, oh, no, listen, I don't want to get into it too much either, but it is something to get into because the yeah. Giants play, yeah. they practice in Jersey, yeah, right. they play in Jersey. Yeah. And, and, you know, and there's a lot, and this is what, you know, this in New York is the Epic Center. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and you know, and and it, it's you don't hear anything about hey, we might open. You know, we're looking positive, and everything's you know kind of like coronavirus. We don't know what's going to happen, right? I mean, everybody, Jerry. Yeah. It's May, pretty soon. Yeah. Right. It is. Yep. yep. So you, now you're looking. Okay, May, June, July. Now, you, now it's down to two and a half months, whatever. You know. So yeah. I hope everything works out, man. But I, I, I tell you, it's. It's it puts a damper a lot of stuff because it's such an interesting football season coming up between the Giants and the Brady and so many storylines, right? So hopefully everything works out. Yeah, Gronk came back. That was a, that was I guess it's not that unheard of. Like I don't know what else Gronk is capable of outside of football. I'm not trying to be funny, but I don't know. I mean, pro wrestling. He was doing wrestling for a while and eh, whatever. I tell you what, Jeff, for a guy who has an image yeah. of a partier. Yeah. All that, you know, let me go to the wrestler and all that stuff. And let me go play. In, let me go dance in the clubs on tables. Yeah. He's not as dumb as people think. He, yeah. he, he has really used, used his leverage, boy, yeah. with New England. I mean, two years ago, they were going to trade him to Detroit at the draft. Yeah. He told told the Patriots, I'm not going to Detroit. I'll retire. Right. Okay. Comes back for New England another year, wins the Super Bowl. Last year, he retires. Now he comes back and tells New England, I'm only I'm coming back, but I'm only playing with Tom yeah. Brady. Yeah. New England trades him there, right? Yeah. So uh, I tell you what, that guy has used his leverage, man, to get what he wants, huh? It's a great trade for both teams, too. I mean, to get a four for a guy who was retired and then for Tampa to only give up a four to get Rob Gronkowski. I mean, that's that's a good trade for both teams, I think. I, yeah, I don't know why people were killing the Patriots for that. Like, they were going to get nothing before, now they got a fourth. So it, it gives well, a guy you... guy hasn't played a whole year. Right, right. And it, it gives you... Uh, an idea of, of what the Giants could get for a particular tight end. And uh, a lot of people ask that question. Uh, if they were to make some kind of trade, I'm not comparing our yeah, tight could, end to him. No, but. but we could talk about that. San Francisco, uh, San Francisco station was yeah. talking about rumors of Evan Ingram being traded to San Francisco. Yeah. What so, do you think of that? Kittle and Ingram. I mean, uh, listen, uh, that's the first I heard of it. No, you know, the insiders didn't report that, but. It was worth reporting because San Francisco, obviously they got that from San Francisco's camp somewhere, right? The right. 49er camp somewhere. Right. Um, so I don't know if there's any truth to it, but listen, Jerry, like I just said about five minutes ago, I think tomorrow is going to be a wild and wacky night as far as trades, teams moving up, guys not getting drafted. You thought we're going to get drafted. Guys who thought you gonna, who you thought might go in the second round are going to go in the first round. Guys you thought in the first round might drop to the second. Jerry, yeah. three, th- three hours tomorrow night. It's going to be, uh, excuse me, it's going to be a wild three hours tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's the distraction yep. everyone needs. I love that it's happening. I will be dialed into every pick. It's going to be like watching a fantasy draft, right? It's going to be, it's, you're going to feel like you're watching somebody's fantasy draft because it's all it's going online. going to be wild. Yeah. You still going tackle, Jerry? You sticking with it? Uh, yes, I, I am. But we, there's a lot of questions from Twitter that I'll address. I do have a doomsday scenario um, that I'll Brown? address as well. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that's is the that one. It? Is that the <laughs> one? It's not doomsday, but it's like, I'm expecting that now. <laughs> you know what's funny, Jerry? I'm looking at Twitter today. Yeah. And it, it seems like so many Giant fans are like on guard for that, right? Yeah. It seems like somebody is saying to themselves, this, this damn Gettleman, I can see him taking Derek Brown. I, you can feel the anger in the tweets like, you better not do this, Dave. <laughs> and he's, a, he's probably, he, he's a great prospect. He might be the most talented guy at his position in the draft outside of Chase Young. But right. that means you're, you're paying 16.1 or 17.8 for the other guy, and you have Tomlinson. Are you trading Tomlinson? What are you doing? Is it a need? Uh, we can, we'll go into it with the, with, with the Twitter questions, but that's the Jerry, one where I'm like, uh, is yeah. this really going to happen? Jerry. Yeah. If they did that, hmm. if Gettleman drafted Derek Brown, you know what that means, right? What's that mean? Goodbye, franchise. Take Leonard Williams. Go enjoy yourself. You're a free agent. Even if he signed it, can they do that? What was that? Even if he signs it, can they pull it back? Oh, I'm s- Jerry. Excuse me. I take that back. I apologize. I forgot he signed no, it today. No, no, but that's what I'm thinking. Like, I thought no, the no, same no. thing. No, no, no. Now he's on the contract. No, yeah. my fault. My fault. That's okay. No, I, I dude, I he signed. Yeah. I because I thought the same thing for a split second before yeah. before you yeah. said it, and then I'm thinking to myself, can they do that? So, yeah. so folks. Leonard Williams used his brains. His agent advised him the right way. They were like, yo, before they draft Derek Brown and release you, <laughs> sign this 
Sign this franchise. <laughs> that is awesome. That's a great so point. Is off the table, folks. Now I'll be totally shocked. Uh, I had a mental block. I'm sorry, folks. Well, no. Um, would you? Would, I would, yeah, but would to... you be shocked if they went Derek Brown no, to line no, up Dexter no, Lawrence be... and Leonard Williams with him? No, I'm sorry. I still wouldn't be shocked. With BJ Hill and Tomlinson and <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, Slayton, the, the other Slayton, Chris Slayton. No, listen. Um, I really don't think that's going to happen now. But would it shock me? No, it wouldn't. Yeah. Guys, you are listening to, guys and girls, I'm sorry. You are listening to the Giant Insider Podcast. We are available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, a host of platforms, Stitcher. Um, so something fun this week. So, this is the kind of stuff that I love. I, I love the reminiscing. I love going back in Giants history. Hey, yes. Do you not think girls listen to this podcast? Women. Women do. Yes, absolutely. You seem like you want to leave them out there. No, I didn't. I, I meant guys universal. Like, hey, all of you. You. Okay. You. Okay. I just want just to make sure. There it is. Nice. My, my check. Chris Bizignano. Nice job, buddy. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So we're going to name our top three. Each of us is going to name our top three. And then we'll name our bottom three. First round picks. Again, since 1970. Going to have some fun with this. We're going to go through the history of the Giants' first rounds, and uh, it's it's um, something. It's really something when you when you look at some of the names on here. So, Chris, obviously, we'll, we'll go best first, so we'll start off with best, right? Uh, first of all, Jerry, you hit it right on the head <laughs> when, you, when you introduced this segment at the beginning of the podcast when you said, wow, there was a lot more worse number ones. It was easy to pick the bad ones, oh. right? Yeah. Opposed to the good one. So, oh, um, it's horrible. All so, right. Um, so, we're going to go best? Yeah, best. Okay. You want, you want my top three? Well, you go one, then I'll go one, and then okay. two. Okay. Obviously, yeah. number one is Lawrence Taylor yeah, of I mean, 1981. Might be the best overall number two pick in the history of the NFL. So, yeah. Chris, I, um, I confirm. Yes. Agree. I hope so, Jerry. If you didn't, I would have had to throw you off this damn podcast. That would have been it for you. You would have been finished. I would have had to get a new partner. <laughs> new partner. <laughs> All right, Chris, who's your second? Okay, my second, uh, no bias, but I think you agree with me. Uh, Carl Banks, 1984. Yeah, I'll, he's, all right, yeah, he's in my, I'll say this. He's in the top three. Oh, there you so go. I'll, I'll, you, I'll I say he's. You're going to take a shot at Banks for the second Never, season. never, never. Although I got to say this. So in my quarantine, I, uh, look, I have, uh, my kids had the, Wii, right? The, the Nintendo Wii, which is obsolete now, but um, you can still download old Nintendo games. And I downloaded Tech Mobile. Tell Banks if you, when you talk to him, which you know probably five minutes after this podcast, that I'm Lawrence Taylor. I always pick Lawrence Taylor, but man, is Banks good against the run in Tech Mobile, buddy? I was laughing today watching it. You can't run to his side. He's incredible against the run, even in video games, my friend. I'll I was going to say, did you need a video game to? No, no. But it's just funny oh. how validated it was. Like, oh, well, wait look, at Banks. I... look at well, Banks go. Wait till I tell Banks that you needed a video game to realize how good he was against the run. <laughs> <I'd>... <laughs> he ain't going to be happy with that either, dude. You jerk. <laughs> okay, uh, that's number two. We, uh, well, who's your number two? Banks? No, no, I say Banks is my three. So go ahead with your three, and then I'll name oh, my two. two. Well, I don't want to ruin it. So you go now. No, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. I just gave the, the second best, Banks, 84. Who's your second best? Well, I just said Banks is my third. Okay, my second is Sims. What are we doing, skipping two? Well, no, but I, I, would have made no sense to say, oh, my two is Sims, and who's your three? My three is Banks. Like, I, I wanted to stay on the topic of Carl Banks. So well, Banks what's is the subject? We're back to one, two, and three now. All right, all right, Banks is my three. Wow. Phil Sims is my two. Okay, well, Sims is my third. Well, there you go. And I have an honorable mention. Do you have an honorable mention? Jim? Yeah, it's going to be the same guy as you when you look at this this laundry list of buffoons that we drafted. <laughs> okay, so I'll say it. All right, so Sims is my third, 1979. Right. And my honorable mention is going to be Rodney Hampton of 1990. Is that who you went with? Yeah, it's obvious. Yes, pretty it has sad. to be. You got to be honest with you. That's pretty sad. We ripped that off quick. I mean, you look at it and you're, it's horrific. And you can't count the last five years as much as I want to count. Uh, Eric Flowers, I can't. I mean, like, it's you look at this list, and uh, how can you not come to that? I mean, there's honorable, you know, our producer, Bob Sagendorf, his son mentioned William Roberts as, like, an honorable mention. Yeah, good. He's, he's a, he was a very good tackle, but he's not with, I don't think he's with those four guys. Like, it's just, I mean, all right, so let's, 
I mean, my God, I'm looking at this list and I'm shaking my head. How did we win four Super Bowls? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, so, we happened to draft all those guys and they played on the same team, Jerry. And, and by <laughs> the way, tell your, tell your BFF, Banks, that I thought he was the MVP of Super Bowl 21 until I saw Sims' numbers. So just let him know that. If, if you're going to tell him that I had to play Tecmo Bowl to figure out that he was a good, good against the run, I also thought he was the Super Bowl 21 MVP. So pass that along to Mr. Banks when you speak with him today. Okay. I don't think you're going to give two craps about that now, but go ahead. Let's get to the worst. Holy cow. This one will be vastly different, I think, because there's a plethora of guys to choose from. Uh, Chris, name your, your, your worst. Well, okay. let's go three, two, one. So name your third. Oh, three, worst two, one. Th yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Cause we'll name the worst. Okay. Number three, Cedric one eye Jones, 1996 is my third worst. Number one pick for the giants. The, the amazing thing about Cedric Jones was the guys that went ahead of him were Keyshawn, Simeon Rice, Hardy, <laughs> and Jonathan Ogden. I mean, oh. Three of those guys. Or oh, one's a Hall of Famer. Right. Is Simeon Rice? In, I don't think Simeon no, Rice. No, but he was like OCU. He was Manure. really good. He was, he was really like OCU Manure good. Oh, right? yeah. He was really good. Yeah. Keyshawn, you know, he was a great wide receiver. Yeah, sure. Ah, good years. Yep. And, and who was the other guy, Jerry? Uh, Kevin Hardy, the uh, linebacker, Jaguars. Okay. He was a solid backer. Solid right. Backer. And we, I thought at the time, I was like, so even even watching it then, I thought, this, let one of these four guys fall. None of them did, of course. And we took Cedric Jones. I thought it was Terry Glenn at that point. I'm like, all right, we'll take Terry Glenn. Nope. Uh, Marvin Harrison went in that draft. We can go to the, the oh. list of guys that went in that draft. Famer. But it, I, Cedric Jones, man, we took Cedric Jones. Like you said, he had vision, only, only good vision in one eye. And this was the George Young. This was at the height of the George Young, Dan Reeves. I'm not listening to you. You don't, uh, you don't listen to me coaching GM cluster that was. I mean, they took a guy that Dan Reeves didn't even want. He didn't want to play him. And then they tried to make him. I remember Reeves wanted him to lose weight. And then when Fossil came aboard, he said, no, put weight back on. Cedric Jones never had a chance. So, you know, you have him as third worst. I actually had him second worst. Okay, who's so, your third? And, and again, this is a... Tough list to choose from. Yeah, it is. I'm going to go my third worst. So Thomas Lewis, Indiana, 1994. Okay. He was so soft and so bad. And, <laughs> uh, and, and the funny thing is in the second round, they took Jason Seahorn. They took Thomas Randolph. It wasn't a lost draft. Like that's the thing about George Young. He didn't have great first rounds, but the later rounds is when he built the team. This, I thought Thomas Lewis was a horrific, horrific pick in 94. <laughs> okay. So go ahead. No, no, I already gave it. Cedric Jones. No, but who's your second worst? Okay, we're going to second. Okay, like you said, Jerry, there's so many to pick. So many to choose from, I should say. And I'm going to go with Jarrett Bunch, yeah. 1991. Yeah, so I have Jones and Lewis as my two. So Jared Bunch, expand on Jared Bunch and why that was such a bad pick, Chris. For those who don't know who Jared Bunch is. The kid from Michigan, running back. Yeah. Um, the Giants thought they were getting like an Earl Campbell coming out of the backfield. Mm. And he just never panned out. Let's put it that way. He just was not a number one pick. I think the Giants were like the only ones that had him as a number one pick that year, except maybe, maybe late. I don't know, Jerry. Uh, most people had him in the second, third round, whatever. The Giants picked him number one. He now, never panned out, and um, just a bad, bad choice, bud. And, and again, this is George Young making this pick, right? He picked, he built the Giants in the 80s. Now, he took Jared Bunch. Think about this. When they had a, what, second-year Rodney Hampton. Right. A third-year <clears throat> Dave Meggett. A, a third-year <laughs> Lewis Tillman. Like, they were set at running back. Like, did you need to take a fullback in the first round to replace Maurice Carthon? Like, I, thank God Twitter wasn't around back then yeah. because that pick, right. even when they made it, I was like, Jared Bunch. Holy cow. Like, I don't even know who this is. I was pronouncing it Gerard. It was spelled with an O. And um, that's a shame. <laughs> I, he, he, it just, and nothing against him. He was an okay player, but to take him 
in the first round at a, full, a fullback position was just, my lord. Yeah, right. And that's what he was. He was a big boy. He was a fullback, and I just didn't quite get that one. And guess what? The rest of the league didn't quite get it either, and he's my number two pick. So number one for me, and I think we probably have the same guy. I think every Giant fan probably has. You have LT at one, and you have this guy at the bottom. Uh, I never saw him play. He was picked before I was born. And his name is Rocky Thompson. <laughs> oh, man. For the old timers. That, yeah, that's a paying homage to the, the older Giants fan who lived through that. That's for you guys. Jerry, I was five years old. I don't remember Rocky Thompson being picked, <laughs> obviously. Okay, but right, right. I started getting into the Giants in football, I would say, 73. Yeah. When I was seven. Of course, I remember games in 73, so it had to be 73. I even remember 72. Anyway, the point being, um, Jerry, my father. <laughs> yeah. How I knew so much about Rocky Thompson was because my father, year after year, if he had a bad draft choice, like 78, 79, 80, whatever it might be, yeah. he would scream, another Rocky Thompson! Yeah, right, <laughs> another right, Rocky right. Thompson! Right. And I, you know, when I started getting into football in the Giants, I asked my father numerous times, how bad was Rocky Thompson? Oh, he stunk! He was the worst draft pick ever! Yeah. And when, even to this day, right? Right. If the Giants have a bad draft or a bad number one, whatever it might be, you hear people say, well, he was no Rocky Thompson, or another Rocky Thompson. Right, right. right. Um, so Rocky Thompson is a legend with the New York Giants in the wrong way. And he is my number one worst pick of all time for the Giants. Honorable mention for me, there's a couple of them. <laughs> there's a lot of those. Yeah, I mean, as far as like guys that I saw, you're not, people won't agree with me with this one probably, but he, I, I've always made the, the argument that <clears throat> if you take a guy and you stick with him for a long period of time, and he's not good, that's actually worse than a complete and utter bust that you find out quickly and change, right? So an honorable, and I didn't put Dave Brown in here because he was a supplemental pick. I guess you could put him. I mean, he would have been top three, but I left him out. Right. For me, honorable mention for me, it is a little weird. I, I, I did not like Will Allen. I didn't understand, you know, I, I know that, Reggie Wayne and Todd Heap were picked behind him. Will Allen was advertised as such a good corner. And he was there for about four years, three, four years. I, I couldn't stand, maybe longer, right? Maybe five years. I, I couldn't stand him as a corner. When they drafted Will Allen and Will Peterson, the Giants thought, well, we have our corners for the next 10 years. No, no, you didn't. Um, he couldn't catch. He had like feet for hands. I, I just... Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc will allen was not a good player and he seemed to linger on the roster which is why i give him an honorable mention i hate to say jerry yeah but my honorable mention I, and this kills me kills me yeah well one of them is a notre dame guy Oh, I know you got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, yeah. go, you yeah. know, I'm going now, right? Yep. It's a Notre Dame, it's a Notre Dame fighting Irish guy in Derek Brown, tight end Derek Brown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, you know, I never quite understood that draft pick, and he didn't last long with the Giants. Went on to the Raiders, I believe, if I remember right. Um, really nice guy. Met Derek once. Really nice guy, but just he was soft and just not a good football. Definitely not a number one pick. So. I hate to say, it, Jerry, but the Golden Doma is one of my, is my honorable mention. There's so many, and and I'll There's read. So them. Many let me let me read them off. We have time. Like, let me just read some of these <laughs> off. Right, you talk about Rocky Thompson, 
in between, or I'm sorry, surrounding Rocky Thompson was someone named Jim Files and Eldridge Small. Mm-hmm. And then Larry Jacobson. That's, so we go 70, 71, 72, 70. Oh, there were two in 72. Eldridge, so you struck out with Eldridge Small and Larry Jacobson in 72. You had none in 73. Jim Hicks in 74. None in 75 because you traded it uh, to the Ca- Dallas Cowboys for Craig Morton. And that one became Randy White. Mm-hmm. 76, Troy Archer died tragically. 77, Gary Jeter. 78, Gordon King. 79, Sims, 80, Mark Haynes, 81, Taylor, 82, Wolfhawk, 83, Kennard, 84, Banks, 84, Roberts, so two that year, 85, George Adams. I mean, a lot of these names, dude, we could have gone with any of them. Um, Eric Dorsey, 86. Uh, that's, I thought that for a split second. I'm like, no, nope, Derek Brown was worse. 87, Ingram, 88, Eric Moore, 89, Williams, 90, Hampton. And then the 90s, it's, it's, I'm sorry to keep going, but Hampton, uh, Bunch, Derek Brown, none in 93 because you took uh, Dave Brown, 94, Lewis, 95, Tyrone Wheatley, 96, Cedric Jones, 97, Ike Hilliard, 98, Sean Williams, 99, Pettigrew, 2000, a guy everybody, a lot of people would have named, Ron Dane, 2001, Will Allen, two, Shockey, three, William Joseph, four, Philip Rivers, five, none. And then it gets, we know the rest. So that's the first round picks, pal. How... Mm-hmm. I mean, my lord, you you could have had you could have even had Gordon King on there. <laughs> did, did I say him or no? Yeah, oh, yeah no, yeah, no. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, right. Just look, you could have even threw him on there if you wanted to. That's an honorable mention or something. Yeah, right. George Adams. Everybody knows uh, the Adams on the Jets. That's his father. George Adams' father. It was a running. Another. We drafted a running back in '85 when we had Morrison Wolfolk on the team. I'm not saying Wolfolk was good, but you invested a first rounder in Wolfolk. You had Morris, and then you took George Adams anyway. I mean, could you imagine now if 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 Dave, Dave Gettleman gets blasted for having one laptop in his room? Yep. Holy cow! This is awesome. <laughs> Going through this list is hilarious. Yep. Oh man, it's a lot, a lot of bad ones, man. But uh, yeah, yeah, I guess we covered it. Um, but <laughs> a lot of bad ones. Uh, it was it was harder to pick the bad ones, and that's and that's too bad. Yeah, it was so easy with no the good thing. ones, right? Yep. The easiest ones were the, the good ones, because there weren't there weren't many at all. And then you know, recently you could you know, obviously Saquon Barkley, we can't name him yet. Uh, Daniel Jones, you're not going to name him, but uh, man, what a you know, Odell. Um, yeah, Odell played a couple of years and then went on his way. You know, we're not naming three year guys here with Lawrence Sims and Banks. You know, right, 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 right. That's why Odell doesn't make it. Right. In your case, Lawrence Banks and Sims. Right. Uh, Lawrence Banks and Sims. Yeah, you know. Right. Yeah. Right, so. right, right. Okay. Well, this is one level out of guy thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pal. Um, before we get to Twitter, you are listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris Bizignano, the beat writer, and Jerry Foley. We are available on a number of platforms, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Dude, I sent out this question today later in the day i actually forgot i'm like oh crap we're doing twitter questions tonight i sent it out at 11:35, and we mm. got a record let's see a record 110 responses so kudos to you guys you are all very hungry for for football conversation the drafts good for sure. you yes <coughs> again finish buddy no no that's all i got i'm, I'm good What's all right going? listen jerry just quickly before we go to the questions yeah we both think the Giants are going to take a tackle. So I, I like to whip out something quick, okay? Hmm. I mentioned it before. You've mentioned it before. We feel these four kids are basically all in the same group. Yes. Um, nobody has separated themselves right. from the pack, okay? There's no Jonathan Ogden and then three other ones here, okay? Right. So just quickly, yeah. uh, I'm going to stick with Wirfs. I had Becton for a while and went Wirfs the last few weeks. I know hmm. for a fact the Giants are very high on Wirfs, okay? okay. Doesn't mean they're going to draft him. All right, so Wirfs is the most athletic out of these four. Yeah. No question. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think he might be a guard, a better guard in the NFL. But he's going to be a tackle. He's a right tackle. I've seen him manhandle people in Iowa. The kid is athletic. He's got a good lower half, mm-hmm. all that. Mechanically sound. Very solid kid, all right? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Thomas from Georgia is probably the best, probably the, the quickest kid to come and step on the field as a natural left tackle right now. Mm-hmm. People have some issues with him in space. His all method is good. Uh, he played well against good competition. You know, the Georgia this year. Um, 
Um, a lot of people feel he is the most ready right now, okay, to step in at left tackle. And then you got Jarek Wills at right tackle, who's a mauler, very good in the run game, good hand placement. You watch him, you see him with his hands. Very good hand placement. He could step, my opinion, Jerry, he could step in and play day one right tackle for the Giants. And then you have to see about him left tackle when they move on from Solder after next season, which I fully anticipate, okay? Yes. Um, so you can't say, oh, the kid can't play left tackle. I think the kid could. And the last one, Jerry, um, who am I forgetting? Becton, Becton. is an absolute freak, yeah. okay? He's a mauler, mm-hmm. okay? A little raw sometimes in technique, but a lot of people feel Mark Colombo could straighten out those flaws, correct them. Yes. A lot of people feel he's the best all-around tackle. Uh, excuse me, the best tackle with the most upside in his draft. But are you willing to take that chance and say, oh, well, what if the kid doesn't correct these flaws and this and that? I'm not worried about his – I think it was a weed drug test that came up, Jerry. Hmm. Not worried about that. I don't think it's going to knock his uh, draft pick uh, status down at all. Okay? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so I just want to give a little quick thing, you know, about these four kids coming out. Um like I said, and I'll say it one last time because we're not going to talk again until after the draft. To me, you can't go wrong with any one of these kids. Thank you. Chris, that was impressive, Mel Kuyper. Nice job, buddy. No, I, listen, Jerry, especially with this quarantine, you know, being you know, in this quarantine in-house, I've been doing nothing but looking at these <laughs> kids between reading and watching them, okay? <laughs> yes. Because, you know, I'm the buffoon with the, where you can get the college game pass. I'm the buffoon watching it, right? Mm. Um, listen, I, there's, there's certain things I've seen in Thomas from Georgia. Georgia, I said, oh, man, I, I love him the most. And then I see Wills. And then you see worse athleticism. When he gets to the second level, he just destroys guys, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and, and then who am I missing? And Becton, you watch some of Becton, and you just see him destroy people at the second level in a running game, pancaking you know, and it's some sometimes an inside moves. He struggles a bit, whatever. But can't go wrong, in my opinion. No matter who the Giants draft tomorrow night, if they draft a tackle, which we both anticipate. How does Chris Bizignano rank the four? That's my right that's now, my that's my Twitter question to you. Okay, um, right now I'm gonna go with Worfs. Oh, okay. Becton, Jared Wills is like one. Like right next to Becton, if yeah. not better, right there. Yeah. And then Thomas yeah. maybe last, but yeah. but he's a keeper. What I'm saying is like, okay, Thomas might be ranked last, um, but if they take him, to me he could be at right tackle. What are they going to do with Solder? He might have to play right tackle here. But to me, Jerry, to me, Wills, mm-hmm. Wirfs, and Andrew Thomas play from day one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Becton. Could probably play day one, but he he might have to get some stuff straightened out. Yeah, it's interesting. Or September. That's interesting. And training camp. That's the way I look at. It. But I'm not saying he can't play September. Excuse me. The no, first I game. Hear you. He, I hear. You. Yeah. I just think a kid like Becton, he might come in, and you might have to, you know, he might have to. Uh, Columbo might have to do some things. He's going to have to work on some technique issues with the kid a yeah. little bit, Jerry, a little bit. But I think the other three could step in from the first training camp practice would be the starting tackle you understand if the, if did i lose the, you there no you i'm i'm on board i'm following along i'm paying attention if the giants take thomas do you uh you know walk outside over bridges in the rain or are you good no no like i just said it they could take anyone doesn't matter okay no sure. no no not at all jerry no not at all how about you does I'm, it matter does it matter no, to you no okay it does not matter it doesn't matter for me if they go those four or Isaiah Simmons. I don't even think if they go Derek Brown, I'm going to go nuclear. I'm just going to say, okay. I mean, I also, I've been in the house for five straight weeks. Like <laughs> there's not much they can do to piss me off tomorrow. Jerry, I <laughs> least, be, you know I, what? I shouldn't have said that because they'll probably pull something off. So. Right. Jerry, I gotta be honest with you. Yeah. If they did pull a Derek Brown, I'd be a little pissed, dude. Yeah. I would. Too. If Isaiah Simmons was there. Oh yeah. 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 And they went with Derek Brown and over a tackle and Isaiah Simmons. Jerry, I have to be honest with you. I might be the one walking in the rain. <laughs> it's supposed to rain tomorrow in Jersey. So I'm just saying, man. I would be a little. I'm going to be a little pissed at that, dude. Uh, all right, good stuff, pal. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot, Chris. Jeff Johnson. Oh, yeah, what's up? No, we're starting the questions. 
Yeah. Was okay, right? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Jeff Johnson, what's the podcast plan regarding the draft? Thursday or Friday night recap, Saturday or Sunday? Thanks for the continued great coverage. I do think we should do it before Wednesday. So we'll talk about it, right, Chris? How about that? Yeah, yeah. Right, we'll yeah why not? Oh, was it Thursday, Friday, Saturday? How about Monday night? There it is. There you go, folks. Hey, Monday Jerry, night podcast. Do, you know what, Joey? How about Sunday? I mean, it's not like we're out doing anything. I can't play golf. I can't do anything out of the house. Boom. Sunday night. How about or Sunday su- night, dude? Or Sunday during the day. Who the hell knows? Sunday, yeah. how oh, oh, no, Jerry. I'm too busy. <laughs> I can't go to church. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Unbelievable. Yeah. Might as well do Sunday, Jerry. Want to do Sunday during the afternoon? Yeah, I'm in. Do the draft recap, and there you go. Boom. Perfect. There you go, folks. Sunday, we're dropping a podcast. Yep. All right. With four seventh. This is from Big Blue VCR. Sorry. With four seventh-round picks and teams not able to fully scout picks with medical issues, can you see the Giants trading a seventh for a veteran type of dump move like Vincey Glenn years ago? Oh, Vincey Glenn. Or package the picks to move up into the fifth or sixth. Yeah, I think they're going to trade them away. I could see them. Like, I could. They're not going to. I don't think they're going to take use all four of their seventh rounders. I think they'll package them to probably move up. I don't think they'll go after it. Maybe maybe they go for a veteran, but yeah, I don't think they're going to keep all four of their sevens. Uh, I don't see it either, but here, here's the issue, Jerry. Yeah. This is why this year is different. Mm-hmm. Because of the communication issue. It's not going to be easy to that's rip off point. trades after the first round. Right now. Yeah, that's a good point. First, listen, right now, yeah. these first round picks tomorrow, yeah. these guys are working on the trades. Everybody's going to know basically who's trading where going into tomorrow night. Why? Because of the tech, you know, the, the technical issues, they don't want, they don't want to have a, a technical issue where you're in the middle of saying, "Okay, I'll give you a number," and the thing buzzes out. Yeah. What was that, Dave? I said, "I want," you know, they're not gonna have. So tomorrow night, Thursday night, these teams are gonna know who's trading up when before they even start. Yeah. Now, here's the issue: Friday and Saturday, like you just said. All right, the Giants are looking to package two sevens to move it up into the fifth or sixth, whatever it might be. Yeah, teams are a little skeptical this year, making it because they don't know what's going to happen right. with their technical situation, Jerry. Right. So it's going to be different this year as far as a lot of trading moving up in the middle rounds. Um, I, I, that's what's going to make it even more interesting this draft because, listen, a lot of people fully expect. A lot less trading this year, Jerry, because of those of, of the situation we're in. Uh, yeah, it's a great point. I encourage techies out there to uh, create a virus, a, a computer virus, to send to the Eagles, and you know, so a pop-up box comes to Howie Roseman. The Giants would like to know if you'd like to give up your second-round pick for Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. Please hold here. Click yes or no. Wait, and then they could they would go past their their allotted time. I mean, I it, like. Do you see, I know that sounds ridiculous, Chris, but do you see like hackers trying to get into this draft and yep. screw around with it? I fully do. Right? They're supposedly they're hack proof, but is anything, if they're, getting no. to, if they're getting to CIA computers, is anything really hack proof? I mean, come on. <laughs> right. You know? Can you imagine? Speaking of the Eagles, Jerry, right now they're 21, right? Um, oh, yeah. I expect them to be aggressive as usual, try to move up. Who do you see them, Jerry? Who, who, where do you think they go? Corner or receiver? I, I, you know, I, I had Murray falling to them and making our life hell for the next 10 years. But realistically, and, the, and then they would take your boy Murray because he was there and they don't value linebacker. They're kind of like the Giants. They don't value linebacker in the first round. But because of the talent that would fall, they'd have to take him. But I, I totally see them trading up and getting one of those stud wide receivers. Yeah. And they're very aggressive. They usually love to trade up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? So I, I, I see them trading up and – as usual, right? The Eagles yeah. um, and and team Jerry, a team to really watch out for, hmm. uh, going into tomorrow night is the Atlanta Falcons. They are, they have called everybody about moving yeah. up in this draft. So uh, watch for them tomorrow to throw a wrinkle in this. And you know another team to watch out for, Jerry. I don't want to get off the question just quickly. Um, fine. The Jets. Watch what the Jets. I don't know if the Jets are going to stay at eleven. They might move back a little bit, collect some more picks. So they're going to be an interesting team to watch tomorrow too, Jerry. Whether so or not they, if they want to tackle or a receiver, right? And if they stay at eleven, if they go tackle or like you just said, receiver. Yeah. yeah. They need both. They need a lot. Go ahead. Yep. All right. Let's go to Drew. I'm sorry. Let's go back to the. No, you're good. Hey, buddy. You talk as long as you want. Absolutely, buddy. Uh, love hearing this stuff. Isaiah Simmons season. 
there were reports that the 49ers were interested in trading for Evan Ingram. Would you guys do it considering his injury history? And what would you need in return to make it happen? So we touched on the Evan Ingram trade possibility before. What would it take for Chris Bizignano to trade Evan Ingram to the 49ers? I got to get there number one. Wow. That high, huh? Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. No, I want the 31st pick. Look at you. Oh, Oh. get off the phone. What? That is... And another thing, Jerry? Yeah. Quickly. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention this earlier in the podcast. Hmm? Um, Now, listen, I don't mean to sound like we're bouncing back and forth, but when things I feel important pop in my head that I didn't cover yet... You go. I'm going to cover it now, no matter if it's the topic or not. Sorry, but the Giants, Jerry... Yes. If they trade back tomorrow night, they want a number two, whoever they're trading with, okay? Right. Just to let you, just, that's what I'm hearing. They want a number two. Or Gettleman's is going to be like, see you later. Wow. That's interesting. I would have taken a three for Ingram. Jerry, are you, no. I, I want the four nines. You want them? Give me your 30. You got two ones? I want your 31st. See ya. <laughs> a three? He's a number one pick a few years ago. Uh, no, he never plays though. You're giving him up for a three? He never plays. Well, Jerry, guess what? You know what's going to happen, right, dude? What? If he does ever get traded, which I don't think he's going to happen. Yeah, he'll be a stud. I'm sorry, Jerry. No, number three? No, I want the foot. You want him? 31st pick? Oh, we're not talking. What if it's an early two from someone? Why do you... uh, Because I ask. Because I want a hypothetical. What if it's like the third pick in the second round, the team says? What if the... I'll trade him. Okay, there you go. See, that's what I want to get that. Can I be honest with you? Can I be honest with you? I'm not trading Evan Ingram. Okay. Right. I think the kid's going to be uh, – I think the kid's going to if – if he stays on the field this year, is going to have – like he was having last year until he got hurt. Oh, Chris, but he always gets hurt. All right. Let's see. Next year is his fourth year. Let's, let's see what happens next year. I'm not trading him yet, Jerry. All right. One more scenario for you. Oh, Detroit's go. about to pick in the second round. Cole Komet is still there. Detroit says, hey, we want Evan Ingram for this pick. Do you make the trade? No. Oh, I'm trading wow. Evan. I thought I had you. Unbelievable. A nice try with the Golden Dome. I'm not not trading. This is me. I'm not trading Evan Ingram. I'm not giving up an Evan Ingram. Okay. And if something, you know, if Gettleman does give up on him, you better get that 49 to second number one. I don't care. I don't care what you think. Oh, well, you're not going to get that, Chris. Okay. Well, you're asking me. I want that 31st pick for if you want him that bad. All right. I'm not giving up on this kid's talent yet. All right. I know you are. I see what's going on with you. I'm not giving up on him. I'm already giving up. Uh, he's still in a walking boot. Well, uh, no, he's out of the boot. He's is he? Better. Yeah. All right. You are unbelievable, Foley. Season ended a long time ago. You are unbelievable, Foley. I can't he's... wait till he has a monster year. You go, hey, Chris, you know his angles. <laughs> All right. He's not 40. That's another guy I'm going to tell, by the way, when I see him, too, when he's having a big year on our field. I, the Giants are literally, it's going to be my biggest nightmare. The Giants individually will hate Jerry Foley. That I was be, just going to say, you'll never be able to step foot in that facility again when I'm coming. <laughs> I'll be blacklisted like uh, Al Capone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back uh, to the questions. Come on. All right, the judge is in session. Uh, what do you think Simmons' bust potential is? I think it's high. No, I think it's and I, I think it's more Jabril Peppers. I think the the low side to Isaiah Simmons is Jabril Peppers. I, I don't think he's has bust potential by any means because he can do a lot of things pretty well. So, who says he thinks the bust potential is high? The judge is in session. Oh no! At Big Blue underscore Drew. No, I don't. No, I don't think his bust potential is high at all. He's going to be a very good player in this league. Here we go. Should be. I mean, <laughs> go ahead. Definitely not a cop at RJ Mills 12. Do you think Carter can play, I was going to say Major League Baseball, middle linebacker? Do you think with his high athleticism, he would be better suited there if we didn't land a Simmons hashtag buffoon crew hashtag listen, Jerry? You asking me, Jerry? Yeah, I go? I'm asking, yeah. Oh, uh, the answer is no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you've said that before, right? Yeah, he's not an inside linebacker, folks. Uh, trade down and get Wills, please. <laughs> That's this guy's name. Do you think Michael Thomas gets re-signed, Chris? I hate to say it, but no. Yeah, he's a good dude, right? Yeah, but I hate. I I, I think it would have happened by now. I mean, I, you can never say never, obviously, but no, I don't think. Uh, um, 
I, I don't see that happening. Uh, I think the Nate Ebner si- signing sealed his fate. Yeah, good point. Because uh, I guess he can fill in also with safety, even though, I mean, he's a special teamer, right? Ebner. Um, I, yeah, Ebner's a special. Yeah. I mean, he's a safety, but he doesn't, you know, you know, he's a special, he's strictly special teams. Oh, here we go. Wow. Patel at the Patel USA. <laughs> Love this one. Do you see DG taking, Dave Gettleman, taking the best OT at four and moving up in the first to get Chasen, giving up maybe his second and a player or future draft pick and take a center in, the, in round three? Do I see it? No, because of basically what Chris just said, where they won another two. However, um, Mr. Patel, if the Giants take any of those four, trade up and get chasing, I don't care if they have any picks on Friday or Saturday. I walk away ecstatic. That, for me, is the dream scenario. As much as I want Simmons at four, if they take a tackle and somehow land chasing, I don't even care what happens the rest of the draft. They can take seven punters for all I care. But you don't see that happening, do you, Chris? No, I don't see that happening. <laughs> um, uh, listen, I, I like Jason a lot, but you're, you're higher on him than me. I, I like the kid a lot, but love him. I know that's your boy. That's your boy. Love him. Love I know him. you do. Well, there's yep. a lot to love, Jerry. There's a oh, lot to love. God, I love that kid. Uh, Rio Kasun at DGenero13. How will each of you be spending the draft location and house snacks with kids? Stay safe, boys, and love the show. Thanks, buddy. Hashtag Canadian bleeds, can, can, Canadians bleed blue. Hashtag buffoon crew. What are you doing for the draft, buddy? Are you just staying home, right? We're just staying home, right? Yeah, you're not allowed to go out. Um, any snacks of choice, pal, or no? No, I'll be watching the draft. All right. You're too busy, man. I know. Uh, Jim Oropello. No questions, boys. Just looking forward to listening. Oh, thanks, buddy. Um, let's see. A lot of, a uh, lot of Corona questions. We're going to try and skip those. I'm sorry, guys. I'm tired of the whole virtual everything. Uh, Richard Paisano, 21. Chris's, uh, Chris's <laughs> cousin. Jerry, have you located a bridge nearby to storm out and walk across if the Giants take Judy at four? Uh, wait a minute. So yes, Chris, I apologize. Rich, you are one hell, one hell of a follower. Because before we were saying, what could the Giants do? Oh, I've been quarantined for five weeks. I don't care what they do. That's the one. If they take a wide receiver at four, yeah, that's my blow my head off scenario. Seriously, which player or players at that pick would make you go to the place again this year? Yeah. Hashtag buffoon crew. Thanks, buddy. That's the one. Wide (laughs) receiver at four. You hear me? If they go wide receiver at four, there's no bridges near here, but that's a run out of the house screaming and throwing a temper tantrum. And just... you might you might just sacrifice yourself to the coyotes you got in your backyard. Maybe, maybe, maybe I just run next door and be like, "All right, boys, come get me." I don't know. Free, free dinner. <laughs> free dinner. <laughs> Thanks, Rich. That is one hell of a question. Um, let's see. A lot of a lot of bridge wall questions. I appreciate that, guys. Thanks for bringing them up. Tony Thomas, thank you. This is badly needed. Without your voice, we are adrift in the storm. Well, that's very nice. Thanks, Tony. Um, here we go, Chris. How exciting would this offense be if they went OT and C in the first two rounds with Garrett doing the play calling? So Chris has been saying all along they're going offensive tackle and center. Um, obviously, that would make you very happy, correct? Yes, it would. I really, you know, yes, it would. I, I really want that center in the second round. Um it might be Caesar uh, uh, Ruiz, uh, Ruiz, Jerry. The way they're talking, you never know. He might drop, you know. But we'll yeah, that'd be a that'd be a coup, huh? If you got a if you got a tackle and Ruiz, right? I mean, there's a lot of so many good guys that are going to fall to the Giants at that second spot. That's probably why they want to trade back because they envision a lot of guys dropping, and there'll be a nice cluster of players that they can choose from, maybe twice in that second round. So, yep. Um, a lot of uh, a more bridge questions. Uh, Derek Brown, Big Blue, great question, but we addressed it. Hey, Dubs Dribble, chiming in for a first time in a long time. Where the hell you been, buddy? What signs are you looking for that show the franchise is in a better state than recent years past? Are there any specific things that will give you hope that things will be different or better? I mean, it's hard to tell without playing, right? And, and then we don't know about training camp and all that, but I think we're all going to feel good if we believe they had a solid draft that um, we're starting to kind of put some things together. So I don't know about you, Chris. Yep. 
Uh, no one make you feel better? Uh, they go three and one in September. <laughs> not Owen, not one and three or start off slow. And mm-hmm. they start off Owen two and they says, you know, in the Super Bowl year, they started off Owen two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robert Evans at ConMac19. If offered, if, if the Raiders offered their first, uh, their two first round picks, would Gettleman take this trade? Or in his mind, is it too far to drop down to get his hog molly? So we've talked about that. I've, I've been okay with that. Like if the Raiders gave us 12 and 19, I like it. Do you think Gettleman would drop down that far for those two, Chris, or no? I, I would hope not. Oh, you don't want him to, right? No, I, you know, we have too many holes in this team, man. Yeah. I, you know, I, I want that. You got the number four or five pick, whatever, six, like I said. You know, at 12, oh, you might get the, one of those tackles. You might not. Yeah. You know, uh, and then, you know, would you, you really do? We, are we in a position to take that chance? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't want to do it, Jerry. But if a team's offering you the 12 and 19, <laughs> you know, he's going to think about it. Yeah. We'll go. We'll go a few more. Um, broccoli Rob. <laughs> he spelled it Broccoli Rob and Broccoli Rob. <laughs> what is your best and worst case? I'm sorry. What is your best and worst case first round draft scenario? So I, I name mine, right? It, it's trading down or, 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 I'm sorry, taking a tackle and getting chasing. That's the best. The worst for me is taking a wide receiver. Chris, what is it, what's your worst case scenario, best case scenario for you? Uh, the, best, the best case scenario, which I think is going to happen, Jerry, yeah. is a tackle. They, they trade down a few, get another number two, right? Yeah. And then you get a center and one of those, like a gross Matos or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. even if it's, you know, and I don't yep. think Chase, well, you never know who's going to drop, you know? Yeah, you don't know. But to me, a center and one of those kids on on the edge there, Jerry, you know? Yeah. Um, that That's the way, to me, that would be the best case scenario, man, you know? Yeah. Or one of those, you know, even if a kid like Murray drops to early second round, are they big on Zach Bourne? He might be an early second round, right? Right. Somebody like that, you know? So that's, to me, is the best case scenario uh, that's going to happen with the Giants. So that's that's what I look at. The worst case, Jerry, I, I'm with you, man. If they drafted a receiver with number four, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, that that to me would be just, you're not, I mean, we're not paying attention. We're just, we're stupid. We're never going to get out of this. So now, now when you need to build an offensive line, you know, right. Jerry, now right. when you need now, you know, if, if there's like a Simmons there and you draft a receiver, it's like, what are you doing, Dave? You know, OK, you got a, you know, an outside kid, whatever. But, you know, the defense has not been good for six years now, five years, whatever the hell it's been, four years and whatever it's been, except maybe 16. I'm sorry, but most, you know, five or six of the last seven years um, to me and the offensive line, we all know, has not been good for years. Right. Yeah. So, uh, if they did something like that, I would not be happy. That would be my worst case scenario right there. I'm sorry. We don't need to answer this one, but I just think it's a funny question. Tim M at Tim M 75 CL on a scale of Mark Ross to 10. <laughs> what do you think you'll grade Gettleman's 2020 draft once it's done? Great question, buddy. Uh, that's awesome. We'll let um, you know in three years. <laughs> yeah, right. But I love that he put Mark Ross to 10. <laughs> oh you guys are awesome uh let's get one more i'm starting to get the feeling they're taking brown so am i franklin um uh, uh let's see i'm sorry buddy multiplayer numbers that's a good question uh there's a ton of questions here Trying to pick the best one. There's 106 guys. You guys are awesome. Um, Jedi mind trick on Justin Herbert. We addressed that. Um, Chris, can you juggle or anything? Or you got any like, I don't know. Can you start singing like? Uh, nah, it might be uh, might be a uh, rap. <laughs> I think it is. This might be a rap, folks. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the same kind of um, scenarios. Like and, and guys. And ladies, <laughs> when I say guys, I mean everybody. Really, we really appreciate the, the, the kind words. I mean, even in the questions, the way you guys are phrasing them. Like, thank you so much for the kind words. Um, I cannot wait till tomorrow night. I am so excited. 
it's going to be a nice distraction for a few hours. And like we said, um, we will, Chris will be on Twitter. Chris will be tweeting like crazy. Uh, maybe I'll chime in now and then if Chris lets me, but in all honesty, Chris oh. will be, well, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin anything. Cause I'll, you know, I'm, I might go nuclear if they, uh, Take Jerry Judy at four, and then you're going to be like, uh, Jerry, we're going to lose our press pass if you keep this up. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but uh, no, thank you, guys. I cannot wait for tomorrow night. I mean, you, Chris, do you want to add anything else? No, listen, everybody, um, continue to stay safe. Um, and thank you for everything, man, for the kind words. And enjoy the draft, man. It's here. It's a nice distraction. Um, we all love it. And we're going to love it even more this year because of everything that's going on in the world so enjoy man enjoy the draft hopefully everybody's happy um by 11 11 uh, i guess what time's the draft like eight jerry yeah i guess uh, by nine by I nine we're by happy we're gonna be nine o'clock everybody's happy <laughs> <laughs> and uh we will drop another podcast on sunday like we said folks so you don't have to wait till next wednesday we'll do a whole recap we'll go through all the draft picks maybe we'll do two next week we'll do first half second we'll see how it goes who the hell knows but to order a subscription of the giant insider which will print the following sunday uh, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, and download the Giant Insider app from the App Store. Anything else, pal? Nope, that's it, everybody. Enjoy, and we'll talk Sunday. All right, guys, remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc